0: Up the stream. All right, (laughs) (laughs) got it. Right, you (laughs) finally. Hey, what's going on, everyone, and welcome back to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, the Elder Scrolls Gameplay and News Podcast that goes from Arena to Skyrim and Elder Scrolls Online. And includes Legends as well. We are Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and questgamingnetwork.com. And we're also on that other thing that we say sometimes. I forgot what it was. Today's recording date is mid The first of Sun's Dawn, <laughs> and I am your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler and the man who... Jesus, Liz, I can't read that. Are you
1: kidding me?
2: <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> um... Let's just say that the Lonely Isle wrote a song about you.
0: (laughs) Wow! I mean, uh, the man who got so excited, uh, in his pants, uh, uh, (laughs) hard during the, uh, the Lonely Island wrote a song about it, and then, (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) Varwin!
2: This is why you read! where you going?
0: <laughs> well, I like to, I like to not do that for moments like that. But anyway, uh, by Crom, she moved that slider all the way to the
2: right. Liz, Mistress Lebeau. <laughs> this show so far is completely unintelligible. <laughs>
0: absolutely, absolutely unintelligible. By Crom, she moved that slider all the way to the right. Liz, Mistress
3: Lebeau.
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Hmm, I, think, I think you do, Trebek. I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Bird Ferguson. It's funny. I'm wearing a big hat.
1: Sorry.
0: Um, Mike, you you had introduced yes. Liz to a new game, right?
1: Yes, there's a new Conan game coming out with uh, special sliders for the ladies.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, not uh, not particularly. It's just for the male characters, right? <laughs> for, for for enhancement. Right. And um, I'd say it's about damn time.
0: <laughs> I guess
1: so. So she won't be on any more ESO pod, ESO. <laughs> uh, Conan off the record. Yeah. Conan off the record is coming with the Schleider.
0: <laughs> wow, that's good. Oh, I like geez. that. I like that. And
1: genital physics. Yeah. <laughs> Gentle physics? No, physics is a really
0: All right. Uh, so we've also got Rob, rage philosophy. He loves Marwyn. He loves Frost. He loves bears. He might get the expansion.
3: That's Rob. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Feeling a lot better this week. Yeah. Yay. Glad. Yeah. Glad to have you back.
0: Well, oh, thank you. It's good to be back. Indeed. And, uh, of course, uh, this gentleman right here, the man who actually can believe <laughs> it's not butter, Mike, the Tamrielic historian.
1: But if you put it on your toast, your toast will still land. Not butter side down.
2: Oh God.
0: Really? Is that true?
1: No, don't butter know, but I did see a down. gif okay. where they tied, uh, um, the buttered toast to the back of a cat and, uh, dropped it and it produced, uh a perpetual motion machine (laughs) because cats always land on their feet and toasted buttered toast always lands butter side down down. yeah
0: that's uh that's one way of uh, i guess suppose getting uh free energy (laughs) hook something like that up to a hamster wheel uh and and this gentleman right here uh back from a long hiatus uh he's preparing to do pixel by pixel morrowind map comparison mark the sonarist welcome back mark
4: it's good to be back, and I am already foreseeing that the arena canton from the city of Vivek is 5.6 pixels off to the left. Fail. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs>
4: That's what we do, Worst folks.
3: expansion ever. Um,
4: we'll only buy two more copies. <laughs> this, this, this is going to be, uh, well, we'll get into it, but this is going to be like my fourth time buying something called Morrowind.
1: <laughs>
0: I caught that tweet. That was hilarious. Did did you get like any good replies off
2: that? No, surprisingly not. No, no, they go Twitter and just raise their eyebrows and just put their phone down. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, they probably. Wow. I mean, there's
0: probably a lot of people that dare not reply because they're like, yeah, I, I get it, Mark. I'd be too. <laughs> me too. In man.
4: there,
0: <laughs> on that. All right, folks. Well, uh, so we're gonna. I apologize for the last few minutes of giggle cast, but we are we are back, and it's good to be back. And we were in a great mood. We got a lot of awesome information that we can't wait to uh, uh, to to uh, show you guys. So, um, but first, we just want to thank our Patreon supporters, Uh, everyone. Thank you so much for for your continued support of Elder Scrolls Off the Record and the Quest Gaming Network. Um, as well as our five-star iTunes reviewers from the United States, Flippy the Duck, Mr. Oz, and The Verge. And uh, Rob, why don't you tell everyone what we're going to be talking about today?
3: Uh, We're going to be talking about, in our weekend game, uh, Skyrim Special Edition, Elder Scrolls Online, Elder Scrolls Legends, and Oblivion. Our big discussion topic today... Whole lot going on this week, oh. except that one thing. Something I don't know. Like they're releasing something about dark elves. I don't know. Something. Uh, yeah, something. No. Yeah. New new content. Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind announced yesterday. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah, and everyone uh, in the
2: land cheered. Yeah!
3: And there was much <laughs> rejoicing.
2: I have never seen a chat room that positive ever on Twitch. Ever.
3: Well. Ever. Really? I shut it off just because uh, I assumed that it was going to be overly negative. But that's
2: Twitch. No, I mean, it was still... There were parts that were still negative, but I've never actually seen more than two people say yay about something. So... Cool. Yeah. That was was pretty amazing. Also, it was amazing that they kept this a secret or they kept any kind of date and people were just... I mean, our last episode uh, of this show, we... Went, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe it's Martin Phil, I don't know. And uh, then they just announced it and Mike dropped.
1: Pretty so pretty good amazing. For them. Yeah. I yeah. didn't drop anything.
2: <laughs> hey, in my head, they did. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I mean, they might as well. so.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, but, but we also have the, uh, the 2017 Road Ahead uh, announcements from uh, ESO Game Director Matt Fyroar, uh, as well as the Homestead update. To go live in less than a week. Absolutely, uh, big show today. We're skipping over the
0: rumors, uh, but we've also got our gameplay challenge. Which, uh, Rob, I, I think you've you've got a challenge for everyone, right? I'm trying to remember exactly what that was. Well, hopefully, uh, Rob remembers so we can have a challenge. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I forgot. Uh, possibly, <laughs> possibly a rage of the week, possibly. Possibly. And, and oh. uh, listener emails, of course. Uh, but before we get into any of that, uh, Mike has something quick you'd like to mention.
1: So Elder Scrolls Online is the best MMO of 2016, according to MMORPG.com's Players' Choice Award. But we're not telling ESO players something that they don't already know. So congrats, Zoss. Well-deserved.
0: Hey, Yay! Yay!
1: Also... Wednesday, the fourth of October, at the Baseball Center in Manhattan, is QGNCon. Don't come don't one, don't. come all. Come see your favorite live hosts live as we podcast away the day. Maybe Mark I... will kill off your character too, as he DMs <laughs> for a D anD D session.
4: Oh yeah, I I have the week booked off. Uh... Really. <laughs>
0: All right. So, so we that this may actually be tentative because, um, Liz made a really good point about the, um, uh, about the the hotels in the area. And we're not sure if uh, we're going to be able to make it for that week or the week after, um, because of the hotels. So we sort of have to, you know, kind of have a talk about this and, and see what we can do, um, in regards to, to hotels. Um, we may, if it really is an issue for everyone, uh, like Mark, I think you said you got the whole week blocked off.
4: Oh, I, yeah, I can move it. That
0: won't be an issue for me. All right, I'd, I'd like to get this handled as soon as possible because um, I'm hoping everyone feels the same way that it's, it's still early enough in the year where we can get this all handled. And uh, so, but but it is a big deal. Uh, the the uh, hotel issue. I, I I don't want people you know having to stay in a crappy area of the bronx or brooklyn just to get into manhattan for that week
2: no we're crashing all at your place
0: oh that's what i thought was gonna happen yeah everyone everyone well i do have a shed out in the back
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's the toilet that's where you're gonna put all the porta potties god don't you know how to plan a good party
0: uh uh, no actually i don't but anyway uh, okay there there's that uh (laughs) so that's that's why we have Liz. We'll be in. Touch. That
2: is why we have Liz. That my house was the party house in high school. Liz, Man. we're not
0: going to use you for the porta potty, I'm sorry. No! <laughs> <laughs> That's just awful. We're not doing that to you. We love you too much. God. Um, <laughs> Mike, what else we got?
1: This is moving. Also along. remember we have a <laughs> podcast email group. We will email you updates on when we're going to record the live show, and we'll email you the show after we're done recording. Simply send us an email at Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com and ask to be added to the email group. And lastly, don't forget to tune in on Fridays at ten thirty Eastern Time for another episode of Dancing with Daggers, our Daggerfall Covenant Centered stream for the Elder Scrolls online. Also follow the Daggers on Twitter at ESOTR Daggers.
2: Absolutely. Hey, maybe we should all sign up for the email group. That way when we have a show you'd actually tell us.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I really mm. dropped the ball on that one and and I'm I'm really sorry for that. No, I'm just playing
1: with it. Uh, That's probably my fault because I sent him a text message saying, "Hey, did you see all this new info coming out and housing drops yeah. the next week? We should really do ESOTR instead of Classic this week."
0: Yeah. Well, well I had been it, Look, here here's what happened. All right, I was I was waffling back and forth because of the Homestead info that we are going to be talking about um that that had dropped and then of course they tweeted out this this teaser about uh, what eventually became the morrowind info and i was at that point i was like i'm still not sure if this is going to be a big thing or not a big thing and classic had been going on for so long anyway fast forward to to, uh, to yesterday uh where they they you know divulged all of that information i was like okay yep we gotta yeah <laughs> so i tweeted it out because you know you gotta hit while the iron's hot on on Twitter. So I tweeted it out and, and all my hosts were like, oh, what?
4: <laughs> we're what? We're what?
0: <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so, so thank you for moving your, your weddings and funerals uh, a day uh, forward. <laughs> I'm very sorry. And, uh, Aunt Abelia for, for not being at your funeral, but you ain't getting any debtor. And, oh,
4: wow. wow, that's
0: an awful thing to say.
4: Oh, <laughs> especially nine months in advance. I know, and all of my ants <laughs> are still alive. So, <laughs> anyway,
0: listen, uh, before we jump to our discussion topic, we just want to remind you about our awesome sponsor, tweakedaudio.com. If you're looking for some really great uh, headphones, folks, head over to tweakedaudio.com. You're going to spend probably about $25, $30. Okay, but you're going to save yourself a lot of money in the long run. Not spending ten bucks every every three months on some stupid Skull Candy or some ten dollar headphones that you keep buying. These things are extremely uh, durable. They've they're made uh, with their quality driven product, and they've got great uh, the, the great sound quality. They've got noise cancellation in them. Uh, it's really hard to like you know bind them up, kink them up. So you're not you know standing there before your workout like you know trying to rethread the the cord or anything like that they last a really good long time if for whatever reason you know something doesn't work they come with a lifetime warranty and they get shipped to you for free which is like you know kind of like a bonus these days i mean do you ever get free shipping if you're not a part of amazon prime certainly not so so tweaked audio headphones we're gonna knock 30 percent off your entire order over at tweakedaudio.com if you use our code off the record so head over to their website, tweakedaudio.com, and thank you so much, guys, for being a wonderful, long standing sponsor of our show and also for the amazing earbuds, which I continually use to this day. These guys are about three years old, and they are still holding strong. I actually work out with them, and I podcast with them. The quality is so good. I still podcast with these. They are amazing. Tweakedaudio.com, 30% off with our code off the record. Lifetime warranty. And don't forget about that free shipping. It's better than free parking. I'll, see- <laughs> I'll talk to you in a minute.
4: Spoken
2: like a true <laughs> New Yorker. Don't
0: you ba- Don't you joke about that free parking in New York? That's that's. An-
2: <laughs> I just remember there was one episode years ago where you were so excited about. Oh my God! This is this is better than parking. Wow! And I'm going. <laughs> I mean, you don't In North understand. Carolina, we don't have that problem. Parking in New York,
0: especially in the city, they'll charge you 50 bucks. Oh, just just God. to park your car in Manhattan, it's, it's insane. Anyway, no one cares about Manhattan. We're here about Morrowind. Ladies and gentlemen, Morrowind has been announced. The Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind, which is... What is that? I have no idea what it is. Why should I be excited? Basically, it's Elder Scrolls Online's first expansion. Um, however, they don't like calling it like that, they, they call it a chapter. Reason being is because uh, people say expansions and people think, you know, in MMO terms that means only high levels can have air- access to this area. That is not what they're doing here in Elder Scrolls Online. It is their first chapter in Elder Scrolls Online. Everyone is going back to Vardenfell. Insert your cheers here.
4: Hey! Yeah. yeah. All right, I <laughs> could
0: have been a little bit better Anyway, this launches uh, June 6, 2017 The series is heading back to Va- Vardenfell, The island where Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind took place And they are saying it is the biggest game space that they have ever created Hold your buttons there Orsinia Move over for Morrowind 30 plus hours of non-stop Stopping a meteor, crashing into Vivek City Chilling with Sothasil Awesomeness Coming to you Morog Tong is back, by the way. Morog Tong is coming back as uh, as part of a... We don't know in, in what capacity, if it's just a story, but they are on their way. We'll be talking a little bit about, about the Morog Tong. They also announced a new class as well. The Warden, which is focused yeah. around nature magic. Includes three new skill trees, ice and defensive magic, nature and healing, animal companions. Yes, that's right, animal companions cliff racers and bears oh my we'll talk about the the bear the bear stuff in a bit um so so let's let's stop there for a minute i mean we've got marwin we've got vivek uh excuse me we've got um vardenfell we've got the warden uh let's let's jump over to liz who is who's girly squeeing left and right what? i love this i love that you're excited
4: <laughs> i
0: love that you're excited just tell me liz what what are your What's your opinion on on this?
2: Nature magic and healing. I'm sorry.
0: Okay. All right. So what about that?
2: <laughs> no, uh, well, okay, when I was watching the video when they were they were live, um the second that dude came on when they were showing the the trailer for it, I immediately thought of Alvaro. I was like, "Oh my god, he just, you know, he just did something in his pants." So <laughs> But then <laughs> When they started to explain yeah. what what was going on. Because I, I saw bears, and I was like, wow, I don't know if that bear is attacking somebody. Else. I didn't know what was going on with that, honestly. But I, I just knew this guy looked really heroic, and then things were happening. And then mm. I heard the word warden, and yeah, mm. I got very excited. Think and things were I, happening. I know it's not a Dragon Age warden, but I get excited, and then I started to pay attention. <laughs> so it At was that's awesome, because I heard magic, and then bears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and cliff racers oh my uh let's uh, let... yeah i heard about
2: the Cliff Racers, dude i'll tell
0: you what when i saw the uh, when i saw the trailer they dropped an epic epic announcement trailer definitely check it out on uh, elder scrolls Online.com. but i knew we were talking about the warden i knew we were talking about um a new class as soon as i saw this dude just start mustering up uh, uh frost magic in his hands and i immediately thought of Rob yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep. Rob, how do you feel about finally having the ability to to just have some frost
3: here? Eh, it's okay what are you serious <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no are, are are you kidding me? I freaking lost it I mean just just the fact that you know i mean when when they first brought it out and, and you have the cinematic with with this guy, he's got a two handed weapon mm. which. That is my my favorite uh, weapon skill in ESO. And he's using magic, uh, ice magic, and he has a bear. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, as soon as I saw that, my first thought is, that had better be a freaking brand new class. <laughs>
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and,
3: and, and then, of, of course, once the trailer is over and they start talking with, uh, with Rich Lambert and Pete Hines, that's one of the first things they said. Yeah. Yes, we're introducing the warden, a brand new class that uses ice magic and has a bear pet. And I'm oh, like, man. yes! <laughs> <laughs> my wife's yelling at me.
2: I was just thinking your wife just about killed Sorry you for that one, you. didn't she? Yeah, um, she,
3: she's working with pliers right now, so if something hits me, oh just go God. on without me. She could
2: have poked her eye out. What?
3: Rob's gonna have uh, <laughs> a plier sticking out of the out of his right yeah, side I'll, temple by the end of the show. I'll have uh, I'll, I'll have pliers sticking out of the back of my head. Uh, um, but yeah. uh, I mean, obviously, it kind of goes without saying that I was just absolutely psyched when I saw this. Mark, we're heading back to Morrowind,
0: dude.
4: Oh, looking forward to this. I mean, I'll admit when I first heard we were going to Vardenfell way back when the data miners found it. I was like, uh, "This? Do I really want to go back?" But you know what? The way they're presenting it, I'm interested. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen here.
0: Mm.
4: Really looking forward to it, and I I like that we're going in as the Tribunal is at their prime, which is going to be a big difference from where we were in Morrowind, where they're basically they're finishing falling apart. Right. And frankly, we get to find out just why Shia decided to throw a rock at Vivek. <laughs>
0: well one of the uh one of the interesting parts about the story for you lore nuts out out there is that we're actually um we're we're gonna be working with Vivek and uh Vivek's power is waning. So uh one of the one of the big things is that we're gonna be we're gonna be, you know, looking at that and and one of the biggest um lore I guess aspects of of Morrowind is of course that, that meteor that is forever in suspension. Um
4: well not forever. <laughs> <laughs> nope.
0: Uh forever in suspension there. So so well not forever but <laughs> at least in Elder <laughs> Scrolls 3, right? Uh so we're gonna yeah, be seeing a little bit horror. about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Mike, so so we are we've got the warden. We've got we've got Vardenfell. You're checking out the stream yesterday. Tell us about your feelings.
1: Tell me how you so feel. So I was very happy when he said that most of Avex City is under construction and that only a couple of the cantons are done. So that was really cool because I you know if you've been listening to our show, you know that I feel that I don't want to see what happened with the Gold Coast where, you know, frame by frame you could go through and match buildings in an area that's not really supposed to be as advanced as it is. Uh, You know, um, they said that there's going to be some of the port cities there that, you know, a lot of it's going to be downplayed from what uh, you see in Morrowind. And I thought the funniest thing, and I got into kind of a little, you know, debate last night on our team speak, that uh, they're going to make it a little less ashy, that they're going to have more biome. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, that's great. You know, we'll be able to see more stuff. I'm like, they're doing it probably because of server issues, because there were parts of Morrowind where you couldn't see in front of you if an ash storm blew up. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine having 200 people in an area on Vardenfeld where that ash storm picks up and you can't see anything? The servers would crash. People would go nuts because particle <laughs> physics would be everywhere. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, okay, it makes a lot of sense and well, the way that they're they're broaching it I thought was a pretty cool thing. They
0: also did approach that um on on the stream yesterday too, uh saying that there was actually a lore reason. They did they did cite the lore reason too. I forgot what it was. Yeah. But, um,
1: but uh, well, a lot of the mountain isn't active right now, so there's going to be a lot less ash just sprayed all over the place. Yeah. But I love this. You know, I went to UESP uh, today when we were making the notes, and, uh, you know, the storyline is centered around saving Vardenfeld from Baradu, the uh, uh, Ministry of Truth or the Lie Rock. It was a celestial rock hovering above the city of Avec, and according to legend, it was flung from the void either by Shia or of its own malevolence, depending on the story. But it was. Prevented from crashing into the city by the god Vivek. Vivek allowed it to remain hovering high above the high fane so that the people of the city ever. If the people of the city ever ceased to love him, the rock would fall and destroy them. The second largest (laughs) egomaniac ever.
4: (laughs) You love me or die. (laughs) You've read his books. It's like 36 books on how awesome he is.
0: Well, I mean, you know, he's got a. He's got a huge rock hanging over a city. I mean, that's pretty awesome.
2: Can you Lovely imagine if die. he wrote a rap song? Mm. Like, it would be all about it, yeah. <laughs>
3: <Sorry>. epic, <laughs> Epic rap battles of Tamriel's history. <laughs> Vivek versus v- Talos. Vivek versus Tiber <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my god. Oh, that would be hilarious. That would be. I so think Liz I needs to write something slow, like that. The
2: longest version. We actually considered that at some point. We were thinking about doing
0: that. You should. You yeah. should do something like that. Um. All right. So let's let's dive. Uh. So so listen. We're going to Vardenfell. It's going to be great, especially for huge Morrowind fans. And uh, it's one of the biggest game spaces there. The story sounds really cool. It it harkens back to one of the biggest lore questions. Um, that people who crawled out of, uh, Morrowind intact, uh, have been asking themselves what the deal with that huge rock. And, uh, and now we're going to find out what the deal with that huge rock. And we're working with Vivek in order to figure that out. It's going to be awesome. 30 plus hours of gameplay there. Awesome. Awesome stuff. But
1: can I make a comment on that 30 plus hours? Yeah. Because the way they, they approach it and a lot of people were like, oh, can't believe we're paying for 30 plus hours. Yep, yeah, they also said that the main game was only 300 hours. So it's like, right. yeah. yeah. So if you do the math actually, there's people that, you know, have literally more than a year worth of their life in this game already. So 30 hours probably is on the low side. Well, if not, you're like face rolling it. Not to mention yep. the fact that when yeah. you buy
0: a uh when you buy a, a brand new game, you expect at about 10 to 15 hours of story on that. So Yeah. And that's Tell $60. dollars
2: Times going to take shoot.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's focus in on a laser beam a little bit on this warden, because I'm sure, uh, people are wondering what is going on with that warden. So, so we've got a brand new class coming. All right. And they said it's focused around nature magic. And of course it has three new skill trees coming about it. Uh, one skill tree is going to focus on ice and defensive magic. The next one is going to focus on nature and healing. And the third it's going to focus on animal companions. Now, the bear that you keep hearing us talk about is a skill that is the uh, that skill line's ultimate. Um, this bear they were talking about, uh, it is you, you know you summon it and it doesn't unsummon until it dies in combat, and it can be healed as well. So potentially, um, you know you've got you've got uh, you, you can you hit your ultimate once. And if you've got a great healer uh, in your group, that your your bear can carry you through an entire an entire instance, uh, an entire uh, dungeon rather. So that's um, pretty unprecedented. I've never heard of a skill that's just perpetually there <laughs> and can be healed. You can exploit
2: like Exploit the hell out of that because you can just heal that animal over and over and over again.
0: Sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah well, but
1: you look at the pets yeah. that are already available that are you know not you know like the the wing twilight and the clan fear yeah i don't think that the bear is going to be like summoning the storm atronach from the the circle ultimate. it's not going to have the kind of power it's going to mm-hmm. it's going to be there it'll have you know some damage capability some tank capability but i can't see it being like just super overpowered
0: probably not now now well Plus i mean it,
1: you know, they'll balance knowing it. them. They probably have it so that if you don't have that ultimate on both bars, as soon as you bar swap, oh, it'll God. dissipate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: man! I mean, <laughs> I mean
0: who who knows? I mean, obviously, we've got to you know, we've got to play with this thing. We've got to look at it to see. But you know, I don't think that they would uh, they'd be releasing something like this f- full well knowing it's super overpowered. And, and if it is, it gets balanced. You know, just like everything oh, else. Yeah. Um, now, now the, the skill itself, they talked about the two ways that it can morph. Uh, one morph, they said, um, can, can uh, have the bear resurrect itself automatically, and another morph will add uh, an additional ability to this bear, which will allow it to do more damage. Uh, they also did mention that this animal companion skill line for the Warden will give you the ability to call down cliff racers from the sky Unleashing every Morrowind player's nightmare upon the world.
4: So, so the warden is a villain class, then?
1: Yeah. Yes. Is, yeah, Most definitely. Yes. I mean, ice magic and cliff racers—definitely a evil, evil person. What? Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: It's it's like a White Walker. That's able to command the the worst scum of the earth.
1: And did you see that bear? How badly kept it was? Like it was missing patches. Yeah. Had arrows sticking out of it. I yep. thought it was an undead bear at one point in time. Oh, I was thinking okay. it was a necromancer class. I,
4: I About the whole bear thing. I, I have to say, I, I know what character I'm going to make the moment this comes out. I, first, the character is going to be a warden. And I'm going to wear the uh, the costume from Rothgar that gives you a bear helmet and then I'm going to have a pet bear. I'm going to have a riding bear, and I'm going to name him Ursine the Unbearable. Oh
3: nice.
4: my god,
3: uh, that's awesome! What do they call that dad to. joke now? They call that dad jokes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Is that what they call it? Uh,
0: yeah. Let's shift yep. over to Mike for a minute because Mike, uh, he uh, he he pulled up his his uh his his rubber gloves there and went searching through the back end of elder scrolls online and found some interesting little tidbits that need to be uh pulled out and 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 uh recompacted into interesting information
1: what are we on here we still talking about the warden are we moving on we're moving on to the data mine oh okay (laughs) (laughs)
0: so uh not that mike's a proctologist, but the imagery's there
1: yeah i don't know (laughs) we're just talking about a bear. <laughs> uh, so there was uh, some data mine stuff that has been compiled finally on uh, some of the wikis. And uh, looking at it there's going to be six delves, two public dungeons, 19 settlements and quest hubs, three player houses, 12 way shrines and 33 points of interest. Now, when you look at Rothgar, Rothgar had six delves, two public dungeons and had its a couple of settlements it had ten way shrines, and I believe I counted twenty-two points of interest. Now they did have uh, Rob's favorite uh, trial out there in Rothgar, but it was a one-man solo adventure. This is going to have a twelve-man trial, so you know comparatively, it's probably going to be twenty percent bigger than Rothgar in terms of overall size. So it's pretty damn big.
0: Yeah, that sounds massive. Massive. Um, massive. Massive. So, massive. wow. <laughs> uh, we're getting a new trial, all right, that takes place in Sotha Sill's workshop. Uh, one of Sotha Sill's workshops in Clock Tower City. Um, now, now, Clock Tower City is not going to be in the expansion, but we are going to see a bit of it. Uh, so so I'm, getting, I'm guessing we're getting teased here on that DLC. Um... Okay, from Bethesda's site, enter the Telvanni Tower of Tel with your strongest allies to battle your way through the halls of Fabrication. I guess they make it up as you walk through them, and explore a part of the Clockwork City in a challenging speaking new dad 12, jokes. 12 player, <laughs> yeah, speaking of dad jokes, in a new twelve-player trial. Uh, so I don't do the trial thing. Um, does anyone have anything on, on this whole trials and business? Uh, who, who cause it, it's a big deal. Lots of people care. Lots of people love it. Uh, but this is one of the things that I'm just not, I'm not enthusiastic about, so I don't really want to talk.
1: Oh my God. What is wrong with you? Yeah. All
0: right. Um, go, take it, it away. Mike,
1: what do you got?
2: I said you were going to be in a mountain or something like in the mountain.
1: No, yes. that's the next thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, So the trials, you know, we run trials every Sunday, uh, you know, and members of our community, you know, as long as you come to our team speak and, you know, get to know people, you're always welcome. Uh, We run regular versions. So, you know, we are just, you know, we're hauling butt through some of these. And everybody in the trials group that I've talked to is really excited about having another trial to add to our list of things we can do. Uh, And, you know, there's very few guilds out there that have completed all of the vet dungeons or all of the vet trials. And so, you know, those guys, I'm sure, are teaming at the bits, uh, you know, play, guilds like Hordor are teaming at the bits to get a new tr- endgame trial in VET version. So this is probably for endgame players, the biggest part of this entire expansion that, you know, they are ready to see.
0: Well, uh, they've been waiting on a new trial for a long time, so it's good that, that we're uh, we're hearing about that. Um, all right. So the chat room here is saying, get to the best news. Arenas, woohoo, PvP. All right, so um, we've got we've got battlegrounds, folks that long awaited. Uh, Zos, could you please add this battlegrounds? It is finally here. Battlegrounds four v four v four small scale three sided battle that does ignore factions. So you just jump in with you and your your buddies and you start throwing down against eight other people. It's a tiny, intimate little area that you uh, beat your skulls into, and everyone has fun. Uh, I there missed is...
2: this part of the announcement. Eh? I missed this part of the announcement. Are are you for real? I am for real. The uh, battlegrounds yeah. are are here. Real. Uh <laughs> huh. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, you can <laughs> you can head into the Ashlands to take on. Fellow players in exciting 4v4v4, Sunday, 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 battles in arena-like environments. These highly competitive, fast-paced matches will feature your choice in a variety of game types across three different maps. So three different maps, variety in the battleground as well. It's a 4v4v4, small-scale, three-sided, that does ignore faction. Doesn't matter what faction you're in, you could be standing next to an enemy faction and fighting your own uh o- your own people across uh from the same faction it's it's just it's just an arena that's all it is leaderboards and swag uh they didn't say what the swag would be but they did say you're going to get leaderboards so you're probably going to get some pretty awesome um achievement and uh, achievements and stuff from those achievements uh coming from this as well uh they said it's meant to be fast it's meant to be fast and feel like a first person shooter during the interview, they stated two of the three game styles: death team deathmatch and capture the flag. Capture the flag sounds really cool, actually. Um,
4: yeah. so, I, I would love if they if they somehow did if it's supposed to feel like a first person shooter. They do something where you get the instant kills from Doom being put into
1: it. <laughs> I'm reading through our chat room; it's hilarious. Four bow nightblades. Snipe one person at a time. Four health tanks versus four health tanks versus four health tanks. Oh, God. That's the slowest forever. paced battle arena ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> the war and peace. 15-minute 15, 15 <laughs> match is going to last 15 hours.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Then that Varwin goes to get coffee in the middle of it.
0: And it lasts even longer. <laughs> um, I want to capture some of the Liz face melting on this. Uh, obviously, you're hearing this information for the first time. What's some of your reaction on this?
2: I I I'm actually I'm shocked as to why I missed it and then I finally, you know I was typing in the chat. Oh, I missed it cuz my mother came over and distracted me, not understanding the importance of the stream. Well, why'd anyway. you let her in the door? Because she was taking me to get my tooth pulled. <laughs> why are you Ooh. even answering
0: this question? <laughs> <laughs> why'd you feel obligated to answer that? <laughs>
2: because you asked.
0: <laughs>
1: That's an you option. you know there's a thing called a replay? I've watched <laughs> the trailer like four times now. Yeah, ah, oh, a trailer. No, nice. no, if for no, nothing not, else, no. just so I can watch Naoi That's all. You know.
2: Is that okay. who that was?
0: Kind of, kind of fetching for a uh, for a girl with gray skin and red very, eyes.
2: Very cute.
0: Very actually.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: And I like her persistence. You see the way she kicked that guy right into the fireball. Oh my god! That <laughs> was oh yeah, yes, awesome.
4: that was amazing. Was that not
0: awesome? That was. I was all about that. I, I, I thought that was that so was cool. That was so
4: cool. That
0: was so cool. It was.
4: You got my attention. There is pardon <laughs> Oh, and <when> then <laughs> the new Dwemer construct.
3: Oh yeah. 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 I was like oh, half oh. expecting it to be like a giant centurion. I'm like, that ain't a centurion. Yeah. That's <laughs> something else. Yeah, that's something nastier.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, um there's there's the uh the big drop that came for, for Marwind. Uh we're gonna get into prices and collector's editions and standard editions and downloads of the most confusing stuff. We're gonna get into that in a few minutes. Um I wanna stop here for a minute though. I want to ask you guys overall, all right, we mentioned the new trial, we mentioned the new Battlegrounds, we mentioned the new uh uh the new class, the the Warden. Um uh, we're going back into um into Vardenfell. We've got the Morog Tong. They're coming back. Maybe we can get a little bit of lore on that. Just in general, folks. what, what are, And I want to start with Mark. What do you think about all of this information added together? What do you think? Starting with Mark.
4: I, I'm really excited. Um, again, this is my first MMO. And I've never thus been with an MMO when a major expansion hits. Looking at what's coming... I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited. I like the idea of the new class. I think that it's, it's, it, the, the skills involved are interesting and it actually makes me want, really want to go like, okay, first thing that happens when I boot this up is I make this new character. Yep. Um, I'm really interested to see how they do Vardenfell because, uh, like we've, we've had a lot of different lore comments on this like um older lore suggests that there really shouldn't be much on the island and it seems since the city itself is just being built even during this period they're they're at least taking part of that in mm-hmm. so i'm really interested to see how they deal with it and and frankly again seeing what the the tribunal is like before their power really starts to fade. I think that's the thing that I'm really excited about seeing.
0: Yeah, I I think it's going to be pretty epic. Um, Mike, what about you? What are are some of your your feelings on this?
1: So I'm really excited for uh, this coming out, and I feel really bad for you. Because I was talking to a coworker today about how, you know, we theme our classic episodes and we just wrapped up with Daggerfall, and now we have five months of you playing Morrowind to get ready for this expansion. Oh no. Oh
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um oh, uh, man. Liz, what about what about you? Your your uh your feelings on all this info.
2: Yeah, I'm very excited.
0: Okay. All right.
3: And, and Rob. And Rob. I think it stinks and I don't like it.
4: <laughs> no,
3: I'm, no, 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 I'm kidding. Like, I, I'm absolutely pumped <laughs> with this. Um, you know, well, well, I was very, very disappointed when, when Elder Scrolls Online launched and I heard that we could not go to Vardenfell. I remember going to Ebonheart and facing north going, it's over there. I know it. It's there. I want to go but I'll get eaten by slaughterfish if I try. Uh so so I'm very excited. Um plus on just you know I, I'm I'm overjoyed with the warden. Uh you know if if you've listened to past uh, episodes uh basically had, had said that I I'm kind of having like a like an ESL uh burnout and I'm almost wondering if if Zoss listened to that podcast yeah. and they're like they're like, um, Rage isn't playing our game as much as he used to anymore. So Rich Lambert goes, release the warden. <laughs> R- release like, the bear. Because, I mean, the t- the timing of this thing couldn't be better. You know, it's like, a- as I was sort of like just kind of deciding, it's like, okay, well, I'm just really kind of uh, only going to do uh, do ESO once a week, play with daggers and all that other stuff, and then just, you know, keep myself um, engaged in the game but not play it nearly as much and then now they're like oh look who we got coming yeah they're
1: oh like my god we're going to so, be farming uh what's oh, it dire geez. frost keep so you can get the armor to go with your uh, warden <laughs>
3: yeah and then uh then of course um well hell i was running a ton of uh, of mauster marina trying to get the uh, the winter uh winterborn set uh which <laughs> That's how I ended up getting most of my Maelstrom weapons. Trying to get the damn Winterborn set—that makes any sense, because uh, like the RNG on that thing was just insane. I've got so many of the other sets. I'm like, oh, God, breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. Ooh, here's what—it's uh, training it's So it, I, I'm going to be farming for even more Frost stuff as possible. I've already got the uh, the Eas set set, uh, so it's it's ready to go.
0: All right, uh, well, we've got uh, probably um, probably the most important discussion topic that we can get into uh, tonight here, and that is uh, what are the features and how much does this is this gonna cost? okay, I get that it's awesome, but what am I on the hook for if I really want this because it sounds awesome um, we we have uh, where did I put that stupid thing um, God I got so many things on my screen right now. Let's switch over, okay? Right over, right over here. Let's let's do this. Um, this right here is is a table that comes right from Elder Scrolls Online uh, website, and it, it basically tells you what you're going to be getting for which edition. All right, so let's do this first, and then let's talk about how much this, these editions are going to cost. Now, first of all, we're going to go from least expensive to most expensive. Least featureless, most featureless. That's how this is going to work, okay? Starting, of course. Now, these are pre-orders only. All right? Pre-order only. So, after this comes out, these two editions we're about to talk about will no longer exist. Now, if you pre-order the Morrowind upgrade, you already have Elder Scrolls Online. And you want to play... Marwind, you pre-order that upgrade. What are you going to get? The first thing you're going to get is obviously Marwind. You're going to be questing right there in in Marwind. Okay, so you're going to get and
1: that upgrade won't disappear. So correct, because the you purchased Marwind it. upgrade won't disappear once the pre-order is done. It's the stuff that follows that will.
0: Right. So. You're going to get the Marwind upgrade, right? You're playing you're already playing Elder Scrolls Online. Doesn't matter if you're subscribed or not subscribed. You pre-order the Marwind upgrade, you're going to get Marwind. You're also going to get what they're calling the Discovery Pack. What comes in that Discovery Pack? Experience scrolls, dwarven crown crates, treasure treasure it. maps, dwarven war dog pet. That's a vanity pet that follows your character and the exclusive Warden costume. So the, there's going to be a certain costume, the costume that you saw on the uh, on the character in the trailer. You'll be able to wear that. It's a cosmetic thing. Again, you're playing Elder Scrolls Online. You're already you already own Elder Scrolls Online. You pre-order that upgrade for Morrowind. That's what you get. You get the game plus that discovery pack: the experience scrolls, the dwarven crates, the treasure maps, the dwarven pet. Uh, the dwarven war dog pet and the exclusive warden costume. All right. Let's say you don't have the game at all. I don't have elder scrolls online. Okay. How do Why I not, get Darwin? it? Huh? Why not? Um, because okay. uh, I don't, I just don't have it. I'm oh, okay. i I'm, uh, I'm tone deaf. I, I didn't know that elder scrolls online was the best game of 2016. According to mmorpg.com. And I never, <laughs> I never, I never bought the damn thing. Um so so how do I get in on this? this is, I'm I'm feeling the hype. How do I get in? Okay, we got gotcha. you. Here is pre-order only the standard edition. If you pre-order the standard edition, you're going to get Elder Scrolls Online. The game. 300 hours of just awesome Tamrielic traveling fun. You're also going to get Morrowind the expansion or should I say the the chapter. And the Discovery Pack. What's that Discovery Pack again? Experience Scrolls, Dwarven Crown Craze, Treasure Maps, The Dwarven war dog Pet, and Exclusive Warden Costume. That's if you pre-order the Standard Edition. Again, that scenario is, I don't have the game. What do I do? Go with the Standard Edition and pre-order it. You're going to get the game plus the DLC, which, you know, I'm saying DLC, but it's, it's Morrowind. You're going to get Morrowind plus that Discovery Pack. Let's stop there. Any questions? Nothing? Uh, good. Apparently not, no. All right.
4: <laughs> yeah. Is everyone is everyone
0: you following get... me? Because I'm trying to be as, as non-complicated as possible.
1: Yeah, the pre-order stuff is, you know, the Discovery Pack. That after, the you know, this drops on June 6th, you'll still be able to get the standard edition. But you're not going to get a Discovery Pack that goes with it. You're just right. going to get the game yep. and Morrowind. If you already own the game and June 7th rolls around and you want to just do the digital upgrade, you're just going to get the Morrowind. So, you know, if you're hemming and hawing and you look at these things, you know, and say, "Hey, you know what? I want those treasure maps. I want the Dwarven War Dog. I want the exclusive costume." Then, you know, the pre-order is going to be something that's going to be very much something you want to consider.
0: Right. So, so again, all we've been talking about right now is just pre-ordering the game. This stuff goes away after June 6 when it actually comes out. Um that's going to that's going to go away, all right? Now, let's move on. Okay. Let's talk about where where we go from here. Okay, you've got the digital collector's edition upgrade. Digital collector's edition. Okay, that's the upgrade. The regular digital collector's edition, or the collector's edition. So there's there's three different types that you can go with here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's like I said. it, It gets confusing. The collector's edition is the most expensive. All right, the collector's edition is is all the physical stuff. The digital collector's edition, the digital upgrade—that's all. Just let me let me just download it. That's all that is. All right. So let's start what is with the
2: collector's edition. Then,
0: what's the collector's edition?
2: I'm, I'm, no, I'm just like if it's digital, it's just the downloads. Um, why would they call it a collector's? Edition?
1: Because it you get comes. unique collectible digital stuff. Yep. Right.
0: So so we're going right. to we're going to right so we're going to we're going to go into that <laughs> the only thing that separates the digital collectors edition upgrade from the digital collectors edition is if you currently own the game or not that is the oh, only thing yeah i thing. get that yeah, yeah that's the <laughs> and that i think is the most important thing so let's talk about if you if you already have elder scrolls online if you already have elder scrolls online whether you're subscribed to it or not, it doesn't matter. You already have the game. You're going to want to look at the Digital Collector's Edition upgrade. Because you're going to be upgrading your current game to Morrowind. So what are you getting with that? First of all, the Discovery Pack. All that crazy stuff that I was talking about earlier. The Dwarven Pet, you know, the Treasure Maps, etc. Cetera, et cetera. That's the Discovery Pack. So you're going to get the Discovery Pack. You're going to get Morrowind. Now, what else are you getting? What else are you getting? Unique collectibles. Armored warhorse. Dwarven spider pet. Morog Tong armor converter. If you make a piece of armor, you can turn it into the uh, Morog Tong style, just like you can with the Imperial Edition upgrade. Collector's Edition gray bear. It's going to be a mount. And character emotes. Brand new character emotes. What? Yeah. Again. This comes with the upgrade. You already have the game. Whether you're subscribed to it or not, you already have the game. You want to get Marwind. And you're thinking about spending a little extra money on the Digital Collector's Edition. So you're going to get the Discovery Pack, you're going to get Marwind, and Armored Warhorse, Dwarven Spider Pet, Morog Tong Armor Converter collector's edition gray bear mount and character emotes. that's the digital collector's edition upgrade questions we good nope no
4: sir no
0: okay all right did i lose anyone <laughs> nope no all right moving right along to the digital collector's edition this is the non-upgrade What's the difference? The difference is, I don't have Elder Scrolls Online, I didn't buy the damn thing, I'm tone deaf, I didn't know Elder Scrolls Online was the best game of 2016, I didn't know this, I got nothing, I'm still playing, you know, Rift, or World of Warcraft, or you know Dungeons and Dragons Online, or, you know, Star Wars, The Old Republic, or, or, I'm still playing something else, um, you know, Overwatch, I don't know, I just don't have it, I didn't get on the Elder Scrolls train, what do I do, get the, if you, if you don't have the game, and you're looking to buy the game because of Marwind, and you want to spend a little extra money, alright, you want to get the Digital Collector's Edition, not the upgrade, because you don't have the game. Again, the only difference between what I was talking about earlier, between getting the Discovery Pack, between getting, you know, that Armored War Horse, that spider pet, the Dwarven Spider Pet, the Morogtong Armor Converter, the Collector's Edition Gray Bear Mount, the character emotes. The only thing is you're also going to get the game. You're getting Elder Scrolls Online. The 300 hours of awesome Tamrielic adventuring right here, Elder Scrolls Online.
1: 300 days. <laughs> 300, 300, 300 hours,
0: yeah. So there's, there's that. Okay? Now, the last one. The, the uh the the big the big money sink okay this is the physical collector's edition if you have the money to spend okay now i, I looked at this it's about a hundred dollars if you have the money to spend all right and you don't have the game and you want some of the physical stuff that comes with the collector's edition this is where you want to go all right you're going to get for the collector's edition all right it's going to be sent to you that discovery pack that we talked about earlier. Obviously, Elder Scrolls Online comes with it, plus the Marwind upgrade comes with it, and all the unique collectibles. So, Armored mm-hmm. Warhorse, Dwarven Spider Pet, Morog Tong, Armor Converter, the Collector's Edition Gray Bear Mount, Character Emotes, and here comes the physical stuff. Here's, here's, the, here's where that $100 meets the pavement, okay? Naryu's Journal. So an actual physical book that you'd be able to read. The Dwarven Colossus Statue. A map of Morrowind. And yes, Liz... Is I, it made of paper? It's made of paper. No, it's not. It's
1: a <laughs> cloth map.
0: Ooh. Ooh. a cloth map. And an exclusive <laughs> game case that'll be uh, holding... It houses your, your uh, Elder Scrolls Online and your Morrowind discs. That is the physical collector's edition. It's about a $100. How are we doing? Good. We good? I follow. Follow? Yep. Okay. Again, very quickly, I'm not going to run through the entire list, but what I am going to do is I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys this. All right. If you if you have the game, which most of our listeners do, if you have the game, you're going to be looking at a couple of these. Number one, the Marwind upgrade, which is going to be your least expensive thing. It's or about
1: forty dollars.
0: Yep. Right. Okay, good. So, okay, so it's it's forty bucks for that, or that's USD, by the way. It's U.S. currency. Uh, Yeah.
1: So you know, Canadians, Australians, you know, do the math to make them into your dollars. Yeah. So that's like two, you know, maple trees, uh, a couple (laughs) beavers, uh, a guy mounted on a horse with a red jacket, right? Hello.
4: (laughs) I don't think. (laughs) How many musical marches I'm going to have to hold to pay for this?
0: so if you, already, rides. if you already have the game you're looking at the marwind upgrade it's 40 bucks however if you want to get the digital collector's edition upgrade that's that uh how, how much is that mike was that 60 uh
1: i think the i think that's 60 i think the next one is 70 um i don't have it right in front of me well let's not get ahead I think of ourselves like,
0: but i'm talking right now i'm talking to people that have elder scrolls online if you have yeah, the Elder so Scrolls it's Online,
1: about sixty. Right,
0: you're you're looking at basically two two things: Marwind upgrade for forty, or the Digital Collector's Edition upgrade for a uh, for sixty. If you don't yep. have the game, you're going to get the standard edition. Okay, forty dollars for that, right?
1: Uh, I'm looking to see if they have the prices for the other ones. Okay. They only have the prices for the end one.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, well, the, the prices are on ElderScrollsOnline.com. Um, yeah,
1: it's a matter of finding them, which right now it's not right in front of me, so... Right.
0: So, okay. If you don't have the game, you're looking for either the standard edition or the digital collector's edition or just the regular physical collector's edition. Okay? those are Those are the three. If you don't have the game... You're either going to want the standard edition, um, the digital collector's edition, or the collector's edition for the physical stuff. If you order, um, if you order now, if you pre-order it, you're going to get that discovery pack. I'm sure they're going to sell the discovery pack after <laughs> the, it comes out to you in the crown store. <laughs> I'm sure they'll sell that. Um, well,
1: speaking of which, that's a really important thing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have been asking about this and they made it quite clear. This is not part of your ESO Plus subscription. So if you're an ESO Plus member, you are not getting this as a free DLC. This is not available for use with crowns or in the crown store. So if you've been saving up crowns and you've got you know $100 worth of crowns, you're not going to be able to buy the Digital Collector's Edition with your crowns. This is, you buy it from the Bethesda store, from Amazon, from Best Buy, from PlayStation Store, GameStop, Walmart and that's how you add it. So it's probably going to be like the, the additions that when it first dropped, that the Discovery Pack is going to have a set of codes that you put in on their main site. The game upgrade for Morrowind is probably going to have a code that you put in. Elder Scrolls Online is going to have its own code. And the Elder Scrolls Online game is the base game. It is not the five DLC. And then your unique collectibles will probably have their own code on top of that. So just be aware that... Uh, this is something you have to buy outside of game to get Mm -hmm.
4: okay
0: um liz i know um i know you've been kind of looking at the chat room there um unfortunately i have not been able to because i had the um uh the image up in front of me of that table uh how how, how's the chat room doing with all of this i mean do we need to go over anything do we need to kind of like you know stop on something and, and reiterate or how are we how are we doing so far
2: no, they're translating like um, what Australians would pay. Um, okay. uh, one person said three kangaroo and a half a bull- boomerang.
0: All right. Um, half a boomerang? <laughs> Isn't that just a rang?
2: <laughs> and they're speculating whether or not the map is made of Khajiit skin.
0: <laughs> All right. So everyone's keeping up then. Good.
1: Um. Uh, for um, uh, D-Dog, W900, the new dwarven monstrosity, they're listing it as the dwarven colossus. Mm. So that'll be the name that they're going to have here. Dwarven Colossus.
0: Um, I already bought my my physical collector's edition on, on Amazon. You, you too, right? Did anyone get this?
4: Uh, I, I'm personally just waiting until uh, it's available through, like, EB Games, your best buy. I, I'd i get it directly from Bethesda, except for then I'm paying through the American store. And then there's going to be shipping from America, you know, from the states. It just becomes way too expensive. It's
1: forty dollars U.S. more for Mark to get it if it comes from the U.S. Yeah, wow. When I shipped much. that painting, I was like sticker shock. That's <laughs> <wrong>.
2: Yeah, <laughs> all right. So like, I
1: sort of driven to Toronto. Get, um,
2: yeah. get it through Amazon because if you can. You get oh yeah,
4: Amazon. I mean, like EB Games and Best Buy and Amazon, they'll they'll have it up. Uh, unfortunately, I have to go through Canadian Amazon, not American. So I don't think that we can use. I, I'm not sure if uh, if uh, QGN has the, um, you know, if if our the partnership will work that way, or if it's only the It'll American on. store.
2: I uh, I think it will. I think it does. Work. Actually, yeah. however, did you yeah. know that you're kind of logged in to uh, um, our Amazon thing? Like if you just visit our site and you. You click once through to the Amazon site. If you happen to close out that window, like for thirty minutes, you're still registered as being with our site. Oh, I will have to give that a shot then.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So, so, so there's that. We're gonna we're gonna move on. And uh, Mike, um, I know you added this this stuff here that came from the forums, right?
1: Yeah. So we had forums and Twitter stuff because there's a lot of questions out there. Yeah. Uh, so from one of the questions, if someone chose not to buy the expansion, but they do subscribe to ESO plus, will they still get access to future DLCs? And Gina, God bless her. She's been all over this and her reply is yes. So just because we're going to Morrowind for this chapter and this expansion here does not mean that future DLCs will rely on uh, the Morrowind stuff. So, you know, if you, you know, you know, still subscribing, don't have Morrowind, you'll still be able to play future uh, DLCs. Uh, so, Gina, so I'm at work now, but want to make sure I understand this clearly. Will you be able to freely take your current character to Morrowind and back? Or is there, or is it a once there, you're always there kind of thing? Her response, you can go to Morrowind, your, Morrowind with your current character whenever you'd like, starting June 6th, that is, and you can leave and go to other zones freely as well. It's just like any other zone. So that's really cool. So if you you know start a new character, you can start in Morrowind, play to level fifty in Morrowind, and then go see Tamriel. Or you can take your current character to Morrowind, go and do stuff there. And hey, you know what? We're having a trial. You know we're going to do something in Craglorn. Okay, I'll join you, you and come back to you know mainland Tamriel. Gina, just want to check when you say base game in the new Morrowind expansion is that ESO without the five DLC? And guess who that one's by? Yours truly. Hey. Correct. The base game does not include the DLC game pack. So a couple people had asked me about that. Do you get, you know, the gold edition or the regular edition? So it is the regular edition. So if you want, you know, the Dark Brotherhood, the Thieves Guild, um, the, the dungeon pack, you still have to have those either as a separate purchase thing, the gold edition, or through your ESO subscription. Gina, any word slash insight on potential gear cap increase? This is a huge deal for many players. Yeah. Her response, actually, just posted in another thread, we do not plan on raising the gear cap with Morrowind. So, CP-160, we're still at.
0: Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I was expecting uh, we would actually bump up.
1: There's still time in the year, but, you know, not with the, the Morrowind expansion, so... sure. Now here's the last one. A lot of people have been about this, and this dropped just before the you know earlier this afternoon. Don't worry if you have 12 characters already. Gina Bruno confirmed on the forums just before noon that you will be able to buy two more character slots when Morrowind comes out, so you won't have to delete any characters to make a new warden.
0: Mhm. All right. Okay. Good to hear on that one. So two more character so now, slots are coming.
1: 14 will be the level, the number of characters you can have on your account.
2: Did they mention swing physics?
1: wrong game lizard yeah <laughs> well that's that man off the record you started it that uh,
0: <laughs> that completes our our Marwind expansion information there um, look we, we we've uh, I got I gotta tell you this guys I, I think um, we've got more to pre- present as well I think we may have to skip the gameplay section today
1: that's fine yeah.
0: I guess we got we got more stuff here that that came out. Um, okay, let's stop for a second. All right, and let's go over all of this all together. Um, do does anyone want to bring anything up before we move on to some some updates from Homestead? Because you know, by the way, that's coming too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anything at all? Uh, maybe from from Mark. I know, uh, poor. Uh, Rob had to, uh, he had to take his, his break there, uh, for, for medical reasons, and Liz is a real trooper, um, poor, poor girl, she had no. surgery done on her mouth, what, yesterday Liz? Yeah. Alright, so, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm shocked that you're even here, but it's great that you are, so.
2: Oh, yeah, cause remember, remember, now that he's away, uh, remember when he pussied out and wouldn't do the show cause his tooth was distracted?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs>
2: I'm just messing no my my only question is is that why didn't they announce any kind of gifting with this because this is pretty expensive
1: for someone like me But <laughs> well, you can buy it it's bought outside of the game so somebody can actually gift you oh, it yeah! through Amazon no Aww. worries
0: Liz no worries we we got you covered it's alright
1: Um, sorry. one thing that people keep asking and they still haven't clarified I haven't seen it yet is when you get the ones that come, like the, the physical edition, will you be, you know, the base game that you get with it, will it be just an upgrade off that base game, or will you get a second or third or fourth or fifth copy of the base game? And so they haven't really addressed that yet, uh, so we don't know. So, you, you know, we'll let you know when we know.
2: You know what was confusing is that when... <laughs> It sounded like if you get the entire game like you've never played it before, you get everything all at once, that you start in Morrowind. Did anybody else get that kind of
1: There is a new thing? starter area, yes. Yeah. So you, ah, okay. can, you can potentially start in Morrowind, a brand new character, and uh Naryu will guide you through how to play the game. I, Actually uh, makes
2: a lot more sense. I, I really I, want
1: to know if they've increased her flirtness because, you know, she flirts a lot with you in the Dark Brotherhood expansion.
2: I, I would love to see
4: I, I actually I would laugh my head off if the new starter is that you start on um uh the Ministry of Truth as a prisoner in there.
2: <laughs> start as a prisoner everywhere. Well I'm expecting the next uh chapter or whatever they put out that um that Jakarn will be the uh leader in that because you're, you're yeah, expecting that. Can't just have, okay. What?
0: You're expecting that.
2: I no I, well I would like to expect that. <laughs> Uh, actually, damn. <laughs> the, the next
0: the next chapter of Elder Scrolls Online after ESO is is uh, a minor topic for for a point we're going to be coming up with in just a minute. Um, but uh, I want to I want to jump uh, I want to move into into Homestead because this is this is uh you know obviously what's what's uh, hitting us in the face uh very very soon. Let's just take a second here. All right, I want to remind everyone, um, Elder Scrolls Online's Marwind, Okay, this is this is coming out. Uh, June 6th, 2016. So, 17. 2017. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. <laughs> we're, you know, th- this show is so dated. We're already, you know, eight months behind.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you could see like uh, hey, my, my head is just swimming all over the place with, with where to go, what to do. And so my, my head is swimming right now. So sorry about that. Yeah. So this is launching, uh, June 6th, 2017. Uh, so, and get your get your pre-orders ready, folks. Go to ElderScrollsOnline.com uh, to to pre-order the game. They're going to forward you over to um, lots of different areas, if uh, lots of different uh, places that you can you can uh, uh, securely pre-order the game. No matter which which edition you want to buy. All right, Homestead. Rob, welcome back. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Something required my attention. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. As a, as a father of, of two and a husband and, and someone who also needs to be mobile every hour, <laughs> I'm sure something did. Yeah. Uh, welcome yeah. back. Um, Rob, we haven't heard a lot from you, uh, but I would like to ask you, would you mind going into the Homestead update that we received last week?
3: Uh, absolutely. Uh, this is going to be out this coming Monday, February 6th uh, on... Uh, PS4 and uh, or sorry for PC uh, and it will be out on uh, PS4 and Xbox One Tuesday February 21st. Um, As of right now, this is the final week of the PTS uh, or to test uh, Homestead on the PTS. Now, the crown prices for the uh, uh, the domains or the uh, I guess I guess the word would be um, houses (laughs) (laughs) because. Sorry, try to come up with a better word. Day. But how? <laughs> houses is it. Uh, the prices in crowns have been released. Now, these are unfurnished. Okay, unfurnished. Apartments are going to be 1,000 crowns. Small homes are going to range from 3,100 to 4,000 crowns. Medium homes will range from 5,000 to 6,500 crowns. Large homes... 7,500 crowns to 8,500 crowns, and manners begin. I don't like that. Begin at 10,000 crowns. Uh, yeah, begin. That means that there's going to be some that are more. Yeah. Uh, and as a note, furnished homes uh, did not have a crown price yet, but promised they'd be at a huge value considering you won't have to buy all of the furnishings individually.
0: All right, so um, <sighs> I, I mean, um, how, all right. How how do we feel about these prices? Are are these? How, how, yeah, let's let's start with that, and we'll and we'll start with Rob on that. How do you feel about these prices?
3: Eh, I mean, I've been keeping an eye on homestead, and I mean, I'm just I'm not a housing type player when it comes to mmos like i might dabble in it and if i get like little special items that i can display i might put them in there just to get them out of my inventory but um like with this i'm not sure that i would pay these uh i mean especially in crowns Mm. um you know i would i would seriously have to have to think about whether I wanted to purchase something with crowns or if I wanted to grind out the in-game gold and just do that instead. Yeah. Uh, obviously for the houses that are going to be crown exclusives um I mean there's really not much of an option there. Uh, if you want it, you got to buy it.
0: Uh Mike, what about you? Uh on on to uh you know some reaction on on these on these prices. To me, I'm getting a little sticker shock because they're unfurnished, so I think it's a little expensive. Not not a lot, okay? Because you do want it to be expensive, because you don't want people, you know, just just you don't want everyone buying this with crowns and getting around the in-game gold thing. Um,
1: well, so two things. First thing I, I saw when I saw this is the the first one there, the apartments means utter laziness on the part of the player because all three apartments are free if you do the quest line. Right. So if you're willing to spend a thousand crowns to get all. For each of them, that's just pure laziness on the part of the player because you can go and do the quest line with three characters from three different alliances and have the three apartments. The second thing is, is everybody has been looking at the crowns as one hundred crowns equals you know one dollar, so you know the small house is thirty one to forty dollars. But the problem is, is that all throughout the last year they have been running crown specials for 40-plus percent off. So many of these prices you can't think of as the 100 crowns anymore. You have to think of them as 50 cents a, a crown or 60 cents a crown, just so that you, you're getting the, the idea that, okay, 10,000 crowns is not $100. It's more along the lines of 50 bucks. Now, when you think about how long it takes to make three, almost 4 million in-game, you know, you're talking that for the average player, that could be more than a year's worth of time. And if they have a buildup of crowns, it might be a good way of spending their crowns. Now, after, after like the crown to... crate, oh, sorry. Sorry. after the crown crate debacle, probably nobody has any crowns. So that means they're all going to have to buy new crowns.
0: Right. Uh, go ahead, Liz. What were you trying to say?
2: It sounds like you're trying to convince your wife why you need to spend money on this.
1: <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I've heard of it
2: before. I've heard it before.
1: I'm not spending <laughs> crowns on these things.
2: No, you don't have to because you're in game rich.
1: Exactly. Well yeah. uh... I need to send
2: you some more stuff to sell for me, by the way. No,
1: my ninety my ninety spaces on guild traders are full. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it
2: is a
0: good point though that that he brings up. You know, if you're if you're looking to uh if you're looking to get this and not for gold, uh but for for the crowns, uh you may wanna you may wanna, you may want to hold off until, uh, either you save up the gold or you, uh, you catch crown prices, um, uh, you know, on discount and see which one happens first. That, um, that might be, might be a good way to, good way to go on this again. You know, for me personally, I would be okay with these prices if this were the furnished crown price, but it's not, it's the unfurnished. So, um, you know, for, for something that is largely cosmetic, uh, you know i don't know if i would be going um you know unfurnished crown uh, uh unfurnished homes with this uh these crown prices i'm not sure if that's something i would do but then again also you know the, the 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 prices being what they are it does funnel people more toward get this through the game kind of kind of thing and i can't argue that at all i think people should be doing that
2: it just baffles me as to why someone would really want to buy a furnished place because if you want like a cool place to put your stuff in that you're gonna make, because it, it just makes a goal for the game. So I don't really understand the whole "I want my to buy my place furnished."
0: Well, um, you know, you end up uh, you end up spending a lot less money because every item that you place comes with an associated gold or crown cost. Mm-hmm. So if you can buy a furnished place, chances are whatever that is going to be over time, you're you're gonna be end up you're ending up probably spending a lot less money. Um, unless of course you're extremely conscious as to what you're spending and, and you know exactly what sort of design options you want to put in there.
2: Now nah, I think it, to, well, to me, it is more of a, Hey, this is why you need to log in today. Cause you're, you're shooting for that goal or you want matching furniture or something.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I totally, totally agree with you on that point. Totally agree with you. Uh, for some people, everything this, hot is, pink. this is going to be their game for a while
2: yeah hmm bringing me back
0: yeah all right um okay so so there there's your update folks uh I knew that was extremely important because we were we were talking about gold prices last week and uh, we had not uh, had a crown price to come up with again um they did say that they did not have furnished crown prices because they're trying to come up with those prices they want to make it um they want to make it very uh very uh they they want to consider how much money you would be spending on items but they also want to give you a great discount too is what they said on the stream uh when they introduced this stuff so we'll see what they come up with all right um mike over to you on on this stuff uh welcome to 2017 announcements from elder scrolls online game director matt Firer. mike take it away okay
1: so one quick thing um That uh, Shadow Trooper in the chat room uh, corrected me on here and I went and looked it up. The 1000 for the uh, apartments are not the inns at the room. Uh, So Mars Kiss, Ebony Flask, and the Rosie Lion are all inns at a room. They're not classified as apartments. The Barbed Hook Private Room, the Flaming Nix Deluxe Garnet, and the Sisters of Sands Apartment are what is considered apartments. And those go for about uh, 11,000, 12,000 uh, gold pieces apiece. So thank you for catching me on that. Um, my understanding was that the small house was the first like tier after the quest line. Mm. Okay. Okay. So welcome to 2017. Announcements by game director Matt Fire. This year will feature four major events. So this released this morning. Homestead, our player housing DLC, released this Monday for PC and on the 21st for PS4 and Xbox. ESO Morrowind, our first chapter release, is in June. Then we have two more. The third quarter, we will get a dungeon-based DLC. So this is going to be something kind of like when we got Mur- or, um, Shadows of the Hist. So it's going to be dungeon-based expansions. And then the fourth quarter is content-based DLC, so we can be looking at something. I believe the way it was described here is more along the lines of what we see when we got something like the Gold Coast or the uh, Hughes Bane. So that is coming up. So they've given us a little, you know, hint as to what's coming, uh, but they didn't put any names or you know, places with it. So and they are going to continue working on the. Problems in Cyrodiil, particularly the plagued champion-ranked campaigns, as they put directly out of their their letter here. So uh, the champion system performance, armor, the class balance, client-server performance in large battles has become quite an issue, I guess. So hmm. expect to see some changes coming to Cyrodiil later in the year. Well, that's good.
0: All right all we got folks it's all the updates that we have for you here on uh, elder scrolls off the record um we are going to uh actually we are going to be skipping our uh gameplay uh information our gameplay section you see you see like how i get with this stuff i mean this is a ton of info and i'm just like ah i just want to track mine right now <laughs> uh heads heads sort of spinning around anyway um yeah, so we're going to be skipping the gameplay section. We're going to go right into into lore and mail in just a few minutes. Uh, but we want to thank uh, we want to thank our our Amazon service Audible audibletrial.com slash Quest Gaming Network. We want to thank those guys for sponsoring our show today, and uh, we want to let everyone know that that these guys um they're, they have an amazing service there. If um, if you if you like awesome stories. And you don't have time to read. Well, maybe maybe audiobooks are for you. Uh, especially if you have long commutes, maybe on a train or or while in the car, or or maybe going on vacation sometime soon. Uh, we all know that uh, Pax East is is coming up. That's usually a long drive for folks. Hey, beat that boredom on your ride and throw in an Audible audio book. And we'll get you one for free at our link, audibletrial.com slash network. Yes, if you click on that link and you sign up for a free 30-day trial, you will get a free audio book of your choosing. Choose from many different types of genres, from hundreds of, literally hundreds of thousands of books. It is free hours of entertainment, and you get to check out their amazing service. It is an Amazon service. Uh, over, over at Audible trial, audibletrial dot com slash quest gaming network. Get yourself that free audio book today. Uh, we we can't. I mean, you know, there's there's so many different types of things that we could recommend over there. Um, if like I I usually like to say, if you're a Doctor Who fan, you may want to check out some of their great uh, Doctor Who audio books. Certainly, Elder Scrolls fans uh, might, but probably won't like the Infernal City <laughs> or Lord of Souls, the Greg <laughs> Keys novels. Sometimes people tell me I'm wrong and I believe them. I didn't like them, though. But um, uh, Liz, you've got your own uh, uh, audio books you like to recommend to folks, too, right?
2: Yeah, the Dragon Age books, especially The Masked Empire. If you have not played Dragon Age 3 or Dragon Age Inquisition, by God, get that one because it will explain a whole lot.
1: Does it have swing physics?
2: In my head, it does.
1: (laughs) I'm sure it does.
2: (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. all right so uh audible a-u-d-i-b-l-e audible com slash quest gaming network use that link to get your free audiobook right now you could be you could be downloading that right after our show over at audible all right folks uh we are jumping into lore and mail right after this
1: I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. Mike! Tamrielic yes. holidays, we missed a bunch. Yes, so the 16th of Morningstar was the Day of Lights. It is celebrated as a holy day in most villages in Hammerfell on the Iliac Bay. It is a prayer for a good farming and fishing year and is taken very seriously. Everything the Red Guards do is taken very seriously. A possibly unrelated festival of lights is a tradition in Skyrim in the city of Dawnstar. Little candles are given out to celebrate. On Morningstar the 18th, Waking Day, the people of Yoreth Borland invented Waking Day in prehistoric times to wake the spirits of nature after a long, cold winter. It has evolved into a sort of orgasmic celebration of the end of winter. Mm. Oh tomorrow sun's dawn the second now this is not an ESO because this guy's not alive yet Mad Pelagius so Mad Pelagius is a silly little tradition in High Rock in a mock memorial to Pelagius Septim Third, one of the maddest emperors in recent history he died about 350 years ago so the Septims since have taken it with good humor it is also the summoning day for Shia Gorath may he turn you to cheese
0: Rob you uh are.
3: You are an expert troll, Rob. <laughs> I'm an I'm an expert troll. Why am I an expert troll? I
0: I see what you're doing here. You you put poor poor Mike. <laughs> you you put your cursor in the in the Google Notes here right right after uh, the the sentence here in Day of Lights, and and poor Mike had to read around your name tag for where your cursor Aww. is.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a... you, you didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> No, I did not do that on purpose. I thought you um, did that on too, purpose. Before
2: we did, Rift off the record. No, that was me. I did that on
1: purpose. But still, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, 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 I apologize, it, Mike. We holiday.
0: <laughs> oh man, I thought you did that on purpose. That's why I'm bringing it up because because Mike Mike had literally mentioned that at the beginning of the show. He said, you know, everyone's doing this when I'm reading, and it's right on on that area there, and it blocks the words sometimes. I thought you were doing that on purpose.
3: No, nope. no. Like I, I, I honestly wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I totally could have could have <laughs> rolled with that. And be like, yeah, that's how I roll. That's all right. uh,
1: no, it's no like, is the person who has Elder Scrolls OTR as their call sign <laughs> in our notes?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well. uh... uh so, Sorry about that, Mike. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Sorry,
0: sorry Mike. Um, hey, you know what? Put your paws together for the two most interesting moments of this podcast. In the Two Moons horoscope, my friend, Chazodar, if you please.
1: Ah, thank you. Jod <laughs> sleeps tonight. His attention is waning to nothing. But fear not, Joan stands guard over her children as she nears her fullness. Our strangest cousins, the Omes, come into the world tonight. They are similar in many ways to the Bosmer. And, in order to avoid being mistaken for one of the puny Bosmers, many Ome's tattoo their face to resemble Khajiit. This one feels pity for their furthest bodies. This one has helped save the queen from evil myrrh deep within her inner circle of governance and rescued a party of marines captured in the town of Zilacillian. Zilacillian now lays in charred ruins, though. Poor people. Poor Myrrh. All because of one man's promise to power. By a veiled threats from the shadows, this one has promised the queen that he shall help root out this shadowy group which wants to usurp her power and enslave all those they find inferior. Stupid high elves. <laughs> May you find warm sands.
0: All right, we've got a bunch of emails. Uh, we've got a hefty email section in uh, in our show today, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, jumping into some of this. Uh, our first one, uh, Mark, if you don't mind
4: not a problem uh this is okay in your last episode you asked for feedback to help the weekly challenges to get more traction my only feedback for the weekly challenge would be to suggest the inclusion of eso i don't think eso has been included since the return of the challenges and i know a large portion of your audience myself included is only only playing eso just a thought
0: well, it's a pretty good thought, and uh, we will be doing that.
2: How about this? I have a challenge
3: for you, sir? Okay. A challenge, yeah. you say? A challenge. If you want, all right, fine. You want DSO to be included in the weekly challenge? Here it is, sir. Here it is. Do something positive for another player. Doesn't matter what it is. Whether you okay. make them a piece of armor or give them some gold or or help them through a dungeon, do something for somebody else and expect nothing in return. Amen.
2: That was actually going to be close to mine. I was going to be like, just send me all the gold you can so I can have a nice house when it comes out.
3: And expect nothing in return.
2: <laughs> yeah, expect nothing in return. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, we're going to. What? Okay, Liz. <laughs> all righty then. All right. Oh, all right. Um,
0: okay, this next uh, this next email, a uh, bit of a lengthy one, comes from Lemonde. Um, who, who says, uh, I must say I had a lot of fun trying this challenge and I hope you continue doing them in future podcasts. So Lemond is, is referring to, uh, the, the challenge that we had thrown down collecting all Daedric artifacts, um, in the last episode. And he says, I start a new character, a female norm Nord named Siegfrieds. Her name was inspired by Siegfried from Final Fantasy VI. He seemed like the kind of guy who would travel the world looking for exotic weapons and armor to load himself down with, so I thought it was fitting. I waited until I was above level 10 before I went after my first artifact. During that time, I decided I would focus on heavy armor, one-handed weapons, destruction and conjuration, so she pretty much turned into a warrior mage. That wasn't initially my intention. It's just sort of worked out that way. Somehow, I actually managed to make use of all those skills, keeping them at roughly the same level throughout her artifact hunting career. Morally, she wasn't really good or evil—at least not at first. In my mind, she had warrior spirit, and that reflected in her actions. She was just purely motivated by the power of the Daedric artifacts promised—the the power Daedric artifacts promised—and had no inkling what she would have to go through to acquire them. I started off innocent enough. She heard a rumor of a shrine of Azura located near Winterhold, so she went to check it out. With just a bit of time and effort, managed to acquire Azura's star. From there, she traveled south and happened upon an orc stronghold that needed help lifting a curse. She revealed in the battles... That were involved with a quest and was honored to accept Voldrung into her arsenal. Shortly after she happened upon Meridia's beacon, which led her to Meridia's service involving cleansing her temple of some undead, awarding her Dawnbreaker. Killing an evil wizard and refusing to kill a dog also netted her the Mask of Clavicus Vile. She pretty much went downhill from there. (laughs) Almost every artifact she found afterward drove her to commit some horrible act to acquire it. It started with killing a werewolf that really just wanted to be left alone and ended with sacrificing a priest on an evil altar and devouring his flesh. In the end, the fabled artifacts had twisted her into a torturing, murderous, flesh-eating monster with an insatiable hunger for power. She had found and, ob- found and obtained over two-thirds of the Daedric artifacts, but somewhere along the way, she had lost her soul. Like I said, a very fun challenge, and I plan on continuing this character until I find them all. I didn't use fast travel, which probably increased the challenge a little bit, and uh, but, I, but I did have a mod that adds wagons and boats to the smaller holds and settlements, so probably evened out somewhat. If you need any ideas for a new challenge, how about making Arvel the Swift a permanent undead minion? You might have to think about that one for a bit, but it's a lot harder than it sounds. Lemond. How about that, huh? Very nice.
2: Dawnbreaker?
0: Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker?
2: Dawnbreaker. That's, um...
0: (laughs) That was one of the reasons why I really loved that challenge, because, um you know, you start a new character and you've got all these ideas and then you go after something like this, like collecting all of the Daedric artifacts. And you soon realize, uh, you're, you're, you're feeling some kind of way about your character and you're not exactly sure <laughs> what to do. <laughs> uh, and it always, it always ends up being, um, one hell of an experience. So thank you Lamon, for that amazing email. Uh, Mike on to you with Jacob Dobbs.
1: Hey, ESOTR. I've been listening to your show for five years now. And I just realized the hundreds upon hundreds of hours of this show I have listened to without thanking you all for how much effort you put into this show. So thank you. I'm now a sophomore in college and being a college student, I don't have money to donate. But I did need to buy textbooks for this semester, and I remembered your recent sponsorship by Amazon.com. So I clicked on the link on your webpage, and I hope I supported you in some small way. Anyways, you guys are awesome. Keep doing what you do. Sincerely, Jacob Dobbs. So thank uh, you very much, Jacob.
2: That's really sweet. Thank yeah. you.
1: You, uh,
2: a
0: you and and everyone else are are very welcome. Uh, we love doing this show. And actually, yes, uh, clicking on that Amazon link uh, at the bottom of Quest Gimme Network uh, and then shopping on Amazon uh, absolutely does it does help us. <laughs> and uh, I mean, textbooks are expensive, so so that was um, <laughs> that was yeah, pretty good. <laughs> you did you did very well by us. Uh, and of course, it's no extra cost to to you as well. So uh Jacob Dobbs thank you very much uh that was that was really awesome and thank you for uh sending us an email about this because we we're able to turn it into a little bit of a uh a little bit of an ad <laughs> so we're all right but uh listen thank you very much for listening and uh we do appreciate everyone who has been listening for no matter how long you've been listening for um it has been very nice uh the next email please uh which, unfortunately, I did not get the name for this. Um, I'll have to do a little bit of digging.
1: Um, you want to skip down and you can dig?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll okay. do that. Um, okay, I'll so... I'll read
1: the, the next one from, uh, the, from Jess. All right, go ahead. Okay. Dear ESOTR or Classic Crew, this email has little to none to do with the game, and to be honest, the email is for everyone on the Other Scrolls podcast because you all equally have helped me. It has been a rough year for myself. It has been an emotional roller coaster. Your show has made me feel like I am part of a family. And when I feel down and alone, I have you all, your show, your jokes, your stories to help me forget about the world and just enjoy myself. I listen to your show every day at work and at night when I can't sleep. Your show has been a form of therapy and outstanding enjoyment for my soul. There is no fathomable words that I could sum up to describe the tremendousness, the tremendous thank you I am giving you all. I hope your roads lead to warmer sands. From the warm sands of my heart, said Jesse or Jess, uh, Thaladin the Paladin.
0: Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, quite.
4: That's
0: really touching. That, flash. yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you. I mean, just the, the reason why I wanted to put this in here too is that it was just, you know, it was it, like you said, it was really touching. It's beautiful, and um, you know, I mean, what, what else do you say? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, just uh, we love emails like this, and um, you know, if, you know, for us, it, we're we're doing a show, um, and and the fact that uh you know your people out there are able to sort of connect with us is is um this is the reason why we we started doing the show i mean listen to listen to the first episode listen to the the initial intro that we put on on itunes and you're going to hear that and um to get emails like this um lets me know that that our initial concept for for the show one of the big tenants for doing the show Which was to to have a a community-driven podcast about the Elder Scrolls, about Skyrim, still holds true five years later. I can't believe it's been five years. Um, And uh, so it is is wonderful. And from from the warm sands of our heart, Thaladin the Paladin, we thank you. Uh, This comes from Jesse Falcom, who says, Good afternoon, Elder Scrolls off the record peoples. Uh, I was finally able to complete both challenges, I hope this is the same character i was i was using for the previous challenge only use melee combat and no magic whatsoever remember that guy he was stuck out in Iverstead with vampires disease well there was a shrine close by just south of Froki's shack i valiantly valiantly ran up to the hill moving this way and that trying to get to the top three Hours of mountain hopping later, I achieved victory and cured myself. Turn around and find out Lydia's there. She took the path up. Because it turns out, there is no path. So anyway, I was close to opening 50 locks to start with, maybe 35-ish. But had never picked any pockets. So uh, I can work on this on my way to Solstheim, I thought. Along the way I eventually opened 50 locks through adventuring and after stopping off at Riften and Windhelm I got to 50 pe- 50 pockets picked. Get on the boat to Solstheim and start the Dragonborn DLC. Then you start the next challenge to get to 15 uh, to get 15 Daedric items. So I got on a boat back to Windhelm, and remember, one of my rules for this character is no fast travel. So I spend all day doing research and figure out the fastest route, and even though I missed one at first, I still was able to go back and get it. Just got my last one last night, it was a zero Star. I already have all the achievements for Skyrim, but this was still a lot of fun, and it made me think and problem solve for things I wouldn't have bothered with before. Off to Solstheim again, if I may make a suggestion i and, and I understand if this is too much work, would it be possible to add the challenge to the new to the show notes or on the website so they are easily access, accept, ac- accessible? Thanks for all your hard work, justin Falcone
2: um no. no, We should probably set that uh, also as a uh, repeatable tweet that we could do like every other day. Just one reminding people what the challenge is, or maybe every three days or so.
0: Yeah, we gotta. I gotta do a much better, um much better job of, of letting people know, um what the challenge is. And, and uh, it wouldn't be hard at all, actually. So so no, it wouldn't be hard at all to to do that. So I, I think I, I think I'll be able to uh, put it in the uh, the show description. And, um, and yeah, like Liz, you had a great idea there. Uh, let's, you know, look to, to tweet this out.
2: It's mostly cause I always forget. <laughs> I was listening to those challenges and I was like, wow, they're really active. Yeah. I didn't do any of these. <laughs> I, I forget about it too.
0: Um, all the time. So, you know, I, I totally get it, uh, that, that, um, you know, it's easily forgettable. Uh, long story short, folks, the, the idea that, uh, you know, uh, everyone came out, a lot of people came out and said, you know, don't get rid of the, uh, the, the challenge and we're not going to, we're not going to, um, I, I, just needed to sort of muster you guys up a little bit and let me know if you still wanted this, if you're still doing this and, and I got a few emails out there saying, I do it, I just don't email or I do it. I just don't tweet. And that's totally, that's totally cool. Um, as long as I know that, that that's what's happening, that you guys are doing this, I know that I'm not wasting my time trying to come up with uh, new challenges. So um, these don't... past ones
2: have been great, just like uh, just like the email was saying. I mean, they're good challenges to keep you going. Yeah, so.
0: without a doubt. All right, folks, uh, that is going to be the end of our show, and um, I think it was it was fantastic. We had a lot of excellent info out there, um, especially on you know on Morrowind and, and whatnot. So um, I appreciate you guys. Uh, hanging out with us for for that um my host you did a wonderful job today as well uh thank you for for coming out and um you know giving me all of your your opinions and helping me out with the show as well did a fantastic job as always um so before we uh before we close out I just want to quickly remind you we've got dancing with daggers uh that comes up uh every friday at 10 30 p.m eastern uh, right before that is Shaleen uh, plays starting at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, and late late night Elder Scrolls. That is a, uh, a stream I'm doing probably about four times a week. Uh, late late night starting at 2 a.m. Eastern. So I don't, I'm not joking around about the late late night stuff. Uh, Wait, oh, shouldn't
1: you re- rename that early early
0: early early? <laughs> I think no. two, 2 a.m. is still late.
3: Uh, so explain some of his
2: behavior sometimes because when you get that late that you know gets a little loopy. Sometimes he sings along to the music.
0: Sometimes sometimes they get a little loopy. Yeah.
2: Uh, so yeah. Like
0: that. <laughs> uh these streams can be found on our on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash quest gaming network. And late late night elder scrolls has come to uh our our um uh YouTube as well, youtube dot com slash quest gaming network you can uh, you can check out the first hour first hour of late late night is is uh for youtube and then the second hour is uh is is for the uh for the twitch folks we like to hang out and have a good time and bounce around at games and whatnot so it's always it's always fun uh dancing with daggers uh rob you guys uh you guys doing that uh this friday You guys have any ideas
3: Oh uh, yes we are uh when it comes to ideas uh just stay tuned because we usually decide about three hours before we go live <laughs> three yeah yeah three sometimes one sometimes 10 minutes yeah sometimes, sometimes hey ten. let's change
1: this cuz everybody's here
3: <laughs> It's just more or less like um what do you guys feel like doing i don't know what do you feel like yeah. doing but uh I- either way i mean it doesn't really matter it's, it, it, it's just you know the group of us playing the game and having fun that that that's that's what daggers is all about it's not about completion it's not about um you no, know, it, it it's it's not about content or or, or or elitism. It's just about okay, let's just play ESO and have fun. Having a good time.
0: Um and of course uh Chalene plays, all right, that is with her and Vendatron. Uh that starts up, like I said, uh seven PM Eastern on twitch.tv slash quest gaming network on Fridays. Fridays, folks, Fridays is QGN Fridays, beginning with Shalene plays at seven. And then ten thirty is Dancing with Daggers, and two a.m. late, late night Elder Scrolls. Uh, stay tuned for KD Radio is making its epic comeback this month. Chalene and Vendatron are making their way, making their way back to you, babe. Right, right. and QG dandy Let's not forget QG d the Quest Gaming Network Dungeons and Dragons podcast, hosted and and Dungeon Mastered by the one the only sonarist himself mark the Sonarist
4: yes we we've got uh, wow we've got lots coming up the pipe uh, I'm finishing off the mini campaign that I ran for uh, a couple of community members who were fairly new, who had never really played before had hadn't played in a long time um, just it's been a crazy month so I'm a bit behind we'll have the uh, the next episode done for release early next week and uh um then we should be back on track. And after that we're starting the new Curse of Strahd adventure and we're currently eleven episodes into that one. Mm. So okay. lots to come.
0: Sounds like it. Uh final thoughts and let's let's start with Liz.
2: Love me, love me, say that you love I don't know me, follow me. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, god damn it, Braco. <laughs> oh, Ah, so... uh,
0: stepped all over my uh, keyboard right in the middle of the stream. Right. Nice. He's like, no,
2: not that song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, stop,
2: stop <laughs> singing
0: it now. No. No. <laughs> That's, that is hilarious. <laughs> uh, all right, well, hey, listen, I'm off the notes now, but it doesn't matter.
3: I don't think we've got anything left. Uh,
0: <laughs> Rob, yeah. your final thoughts.
3: Uh, it's uh, good to be back. Great show tonight. Uh, real excited about Morrowind uh, coming uh, uh, coming to Elder Scrolls Online. So this is uh, this is going to be a good time. Yeah. Uh, Mark, final thoughts.
4: Oh no! Really looking forward to this one. Uh, I'm I'm just excited about it. I'm excited about creating the new uh, a, a new warden class character. Um, I'm also really looking forward to homestead. So. Just, yeah, the game. I like where the game's going.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Uh, Mike?
1: Really looking forward to next week's Homestead drop. We're yeah. going to get the Daggerfall Outlook as QGN Manor. Mm-hmm. And then uh, stay tuned for our classic episodes here. We've got uh, five months of Morrowind to, you know, get everybody prepared for the uh, new update.
0: Yes! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I think you should play an Argonian or a Khajiit because they walk with that those weird legs.
0: Yeah, that's that's fun. Um <laughs> You know, you know what is fun is is streaming Morrowind and and just crashing all the time because it doesn't
1: Yeah, Daggerfall's work. been pretty stable for you.
0: Yeah, but Daggerfall's a little bit more stable. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's saying something. It is.
3: <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know, the last time I fired up Morrowind, uh I I was Moving around I'm like, wow, I'm moving really slow. Uh what well, what's the button to run? Oh, okay, it's this. And then I press that button and I go slower. I'm like, what? You mean I was running? <laughs> what? Uh, oh. Yeah. oh man, this guy like really needs to get out a, a lot more. <laughs> alright when's the next off the record uh, from, from D-Dog in the
0: chat room ok so so it's going to be uh, not next week but the week after uh, next week we are doing Classic and I'm sorry it's been so long um, <laughs> look stuff happens uh, but we're going to get you and the next episode of Classic is going to be uh, quite the humdinger huh?
1: we're going to be in, a, uh, yeah. online yeah we're going to be
0: Elder Scrolls yes. Online and we're going to be talking about crazy lore stuff it's going to be amazing
1: I will really lock the door and you guys can't come in. There you go. That's okay. what it's going to be. It's going to be two hours of Aviwin pounding on the door, saying "Let me in."
2: Varwin <laughs> doesn't pound on the door. He kicks the door in. Instead of the door. Truth. And that's not like a like a Chuck Norris fact. That's actual happen. <laughs> it, it, she,
3: she's not wrong. <laughs> no, no, not not at all. Not at it all. might hey.
1: be one of those crazy antics. Though I open the door, he runs across the courtyard, <laughs> and just falls into the, <laughs> <of> the lake,
0: <laughs> like a like a like yeah. a uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah. Alright folks, we gotta go but thank you everyone for hanging out with us Uh, you have yourself a great day, thank you for listening downloading and if you're watching us on YouTube please give us a thumbs up, comment below please and please subscribe and share us on your social media throw us on your Facebook, on your Twitter if you did like the show, it goes a long way to helping us out and uh, for those who are in the chat room right now, 2am late late night elder scrolls is going to be firing up we're going to have some fun i'll talk to you soon have a great night everyone take care be safe and as always may the force be with you